Welcome to the A-Game Podcast with Nick LaMagna, digging into the minds and experiences of some of today's brightest entrepreneurs in real estate and business, along with Hollywood stars, UFC fighters, and your favorite rock bands. People that have figured out how to overcome obstacles, take chances, live boldly, and no matter what they do, they always bring their A-Game. So you've been uh, doing a lot of stuff, man. I uh... wow, I don't even know where to start, honestly, bro. It's been it's been such a, a whirlwind of a journey, um, but uh, but yeah, it, you know, it's it's a lot of different things that I've 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 learned along like my path, along my journey here, and you know, obviously, you're one of my closest friends. Um, we've always had really good energy. We've always had you know really good chemistry. Uh, tons and tons of laughs, like on the road and. I, I, I did enjoy a crumble layer two or three or four, um, you know, big old slices of chocolate cake, but it's, you know, it's one of those things where I, like, I, I, I appreciate actually what you're, what you're doing because it's so true. Like when you get caught up in, in, in life, sometimes like the, the most precious things just kind of slip away and that's like your closest friendships. And, you know, even though, you know, we haven't been, in business and on the road for quite a while it's been cool that we've actually you know stayed in contact and communication and we'll send each other like you know funny texts every night every now and then so i do i do appreciate this man this is really really cool so big big props to you big salute to you my friend oh, thank you sir thank you for being a part of it i appreciate it i feel yeah dude i was stupid doing it but i was like you know what it's like one of those things man like every day i've been like you know if i just if i started doing one two years ago look where it would be and every day it was just like tomorrow sure. tomorrow, tomorrow and i was like I got to take my own medicine. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the old saying, uh, it's been coming up a lot lately. Um, one day or day one, you know what I mean? And I was like, you know what? I like it. I'm just going to go for it. So I did, man. So I figured I'd- I like it. No, man, I, I support it, man. This is, this is super cool. So, um, yeah, a little bit about what, what we're doing right now. So like you said, like I'm really, really big into mindset, really big into, um, you know, trying to, to live a type of, of, of life that your that your mind envisions you um, to live, and so the, the the thought really stems from a lot of different points in my life, a lot of different um, things I've experienced, um, businesses I've been a part of, uh, people I've come in contact with, and the 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 genesis, if you will, of of the whole um, what we're trying to do is is really get the mind in sync with what you want to do in life. And in the beginning, like we, we wanted to just target just strictly like sales reps because that's who I identify with the most. Right. And it's, it's one of those things where, so you have like, you have the, you have the subconscious, you have the conscious and you try to bring everything from the subconscious forward so that when you recognize a, a, a um, when you recognize a, a challenge or you recognize an opportunity or you recognize just something like you, you can immediately act upon it because your mind is constantly working and thinking. And so, you know, I, I came across this, this thing, it was called um, ideal life vision about, man, about two years ago, almost, yeah, about two years ago or so, where basically you, you map out like five major areas of your life. So your personal, your physical, your relationship, your spiritual and then your profession yeah professional personal 
spiritual relationship and physical and 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 it's like you like if you could have like your most ideal situation your most ideal life your ideal you know professional life love life you know spiritual life whatever like what does that look like and it really gave me the opportunity to like really put all of my deepest desires out on paper and i just wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote and I, I was really impressed with like with what I wrote down because it's like it's it's everything like I was too afraid to like to say or was everything I was I was too insecure to really like put out there but as I wrote it down on paper as I read through it, I was like man this is this is pretty powerful stuff um and and you write it in present tense as if it's happening right now and and you use certain language so so for example like in my in my profession or my in my personal life um, I'm always trying to be like a better dad. You know, as you know, I have, you know, 15 kids. I think six, <laughs> I think six, I think 16 is, is on the way. Um, no, I mean, I have, I have four, I have four beautiful children and, uh, and I'm always trying to be like a better dad. I'm always trying to figure out ways of like, how can I, you know, overcome this obstacle or, or, or explain this principle better. And so one of my biggest challenges that I that I've uh, I've always had is like I'm really impatient like I want things done like now I want it done like a certain way it was kind of the way that I was I was raised by it. so when I'm dealing with my girls um and and when certain expectations are not met now keep in mind like they're nine like seven and five right so I can't really expect a whole lot <laughs> but when 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 certain things aren't done I can I can feel myself getting like frustrated or mad and I and I and I say things that I'm like you know I'm like man I, I probably should have handled that a bit better so in my life vision instead of saying like I no longer yell at my kids when things go wrong so my, my brain so and what I didn't realize was my brain was only was was only attaching like like even though it's a good thing like not, not to yell at your kids but like the word that sticks out is yelling so as I'm so as I'm saying, yelling, 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 like nothing is really changing because that's all I'm hearing myself say is 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 that word yelling. And so so instead of saying like I no longer yell at my kids, I rewrote it in a way that says when I'm when I'm in a situation with my kids, I handle it with love and understanding and peace. Um, and when we're done discussing, I embrace them with a hug and a kiss. So like it's the same it's the same concept of like I no longer yell at my kids, right? But like like I've I've switched it in a way where like I, I'm doing it with love and compassion and I hug and kiss them, right? Now, I will say, like, I still yell at my kids at times. I still like that still comes out, but the 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 frequency rate of me doing that is way low. And and I'm able to like slow down my breath. I'm really able to slow down the way that I talk to them and react to them in certain situations because like it's always playing in the back of my mind that when it, when a certain you know problem arises I, I kind of already know what I need to do as a person now it's it's on me to act upon that or not and so so that so that was really cool like it really helped me understand like how to talk to my kids on a very um very intimate and one-on-one -on -one level um but then it, it, it took it a step further where so when i have like all these things written out and how i want like my ideal life to be um i i record it using my own voice and the the reason why because like your voice is your most believable powerful voice right it's the thing that has talked you into or out of everything you have or haven't accomplished up to this point in your life and so I, you know, I thought about for a while, like how many times have I told myself, like, I'm not a good dad or how many times have I told myself, like, I'm not a good businessman or, or, or a good husband or whatever. Like no one has ever told me that ever. Like no one's ever said, Hey, Alec, you suck as a dad or Alec, you suck as a business guy or Alec, you suck as a husband. Like I've never heard that ever in my life, but I've told myself that probably hundreds of thousands of, well, maybe a hundred thousand, but like hundreds of times, right? Every single day. Um, but as I rewired everything, as I as I I hear myself tell myself that I'm these amazing things as a husband, a father, a businessman, you know, spiritual, all these different things, I I start to believe it on a very deep subconscious level. And what happens is that you like you activate a, a section of your brain called the reticular activating system, um, 
And the, the best way I can describe that is like, like if you've ever like purchased a car or you've ever purchased um, anything like, 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 a, like a clothing or shoes, like you notice everyone has that exact same car or everyone has that exact same shoe or shirt or whatever. It's not like people went and purchased a car that same day. And also like there's, there's like thousands of different cars or the same car out there. Like the car has always existed. It's just now your brain is conditioned to recognize it once it's there. And so now like I'm, I can recognize certain things that pop up because I'm, I'm telling myself these things over and over again. Like I start to believe it. I start to like become that individual. And then they take it a step further. And then they, and then um, after I, I record my life vision, use my, my own voice, um, I record it to a certain type of music, um, Baroque music. So like Mozart, um, Bach, like these amazing composers, because what happens is your brain goes into uh, uh, an alpha wavelength, right? So you have different wavelengths in your mind, like beta, theta, alpha, stuff like that, right? And the reason why it's important to go into alpha is because um, scientists call this like the, the genius state. Um, you're able to reduce your, your anxiety, reduce your stress, um, increase higher levels of concentration, increase higher levels of intelligence. Um, it, it really is. I mean, that's why so many people you hear for, for years and years, like, like if you study something, like make sure like Mozart's in the background playing or make sure like these classical music is playing in the background because like your, your brain will tap into this, this alpha wavelength. Um, and it's like, it's, it's like magic that happens, bro. So as I'm, as I'm telling myself all of these things and all these aspects of my life, and as my, my brain is in this alpha wavelength and as the two combined, it's like, like the most beautiful, like symphony that goes on in your brain, dude. And like, you just start to become this individual and you start to just do certain things a different way. And, and it's been like a, it's been a, a humongous game changer for me. Um, and so, so I've been doing this for quite a long time and I really wanted to get this out to other people as much as possible. And, but more importantly, like, like sales reps who are like maybe are struggling with certain things or they, they, they want to have, you know, a better, you know, relationship or a better, you know, spiritual or better professional or whatever, whatever it is, right? Like, like, because I, I, I connect with that individual so much. And it's, it's, it's been amazing. Like, like the people who have, who I've coached up to this point and, and just like in the, in the, in a small period of time, you know, even two, three weeks, you know, going into the program, I get emails and texts like, dude, this is the most amazing thing. Like, thank you so much. This has just been like a total game changer for me. And so, um, so, so the, so my, my business or my company is called transcend alpha where it's like, you know, the word transcend means so many different ways. Like it's, it's above and beyond like, like anything, like, like, like when you, when you live like a transcendent life or when you transcend to another level, it's, it's more than like raising the bar. It's like, it's like breaking through like these impossible planes, right? Like it's just, and then, and then the word, the word alpha, it's like, you know, you want to take control or like live like an alpha lifestyle in, in all these different aspects of your life. But then, you know, the word alpha has a, has a dual meaning. Like you're also tapping into the alpha brain, uh, the alpha brain wave into your mind. So it's like a, it's like a subconscious thing. So. It's all about learning how to connect with people. And I, I think you have a very uh, approachable presence. Like everybody that you meet likes you people that we we've spent time with that, tell me that they're your best friend, that you guys have been friends for 15 years. <laughs> like that, that's like a testament to you of like how people just get comfortable with you and people just open up to you. And I think that's why you've always done good in things like sales and just networking and business in general. So, you know, like uh, with me, with the MMA and the boxing and stuff, I was talking to somebody else about it, but like I'll watch Ray Longo and in between rounds, he'll go to one guy and he'll curse him out in between. They were like, hey, what are you doing? Like, get up after whatever. And that guy yeah. would go in there and crush it the next round. And I'd look at it and be like, man, if that was me, I wouldn't respond to all of that. And then I'll go in there, you know, hypothetically the next round, and I'll say things to Ray. Like, I remember one day I, I was upset about something, and he grabbed me and was just like, he's like, look, you, you're doing your – I forget exactly what he said, but he said to me exactly what I needed to hear. And his tone and everything was totally different. And I was like, that's a great coach because he yeah. knows how to say things to get the best out of his fighters. So – he knew exactly how to say things to me and the way to say it and what to say the same way he did to that other guy. So I feel like if people want the woo-woo, like they'll find the woo-woo guy. But I feel like somebody like you 
will get more business and relate to more people because you're not that over the top person. You know what I mean? Like, and you can right. get, somebody will take whatever it is, whether they're a salesperson or a real estate person or a business person, they'll be more open to hearing what you have to say and you'll figure it out just from your people skills of how to get that message across. And, you know, I, I think that that's, that's the difference is the people that are just totally over the top with all the, you know, like way too Tony Robbins and it's just not <laughs> realistic, you know what I mean? And another thing that you said that I think is really important, which, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to get better at like everybody else, but you're somebody who's at, at the top of your game with things like that. And you even say, look, I'm writing stuff down, like don't yell at my kids, but don't get me wrong. I, I still yell at my kids. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's, that's a big mistake is that people will start that and they'll do something like, like work with you and be like, well, I don't want to yell at my kids anymore. And then for two weeks, they'll do good. And then all of a sudden, they'll blow up at their kids and be like, I failed. That's it. Like a diet. You know what I mean? Like you do good for two weeks, you eat a Big Mac, and you're like, there it goes. And now you go down. Whereas I think you always have to look at it that, like, what do you deal with somebody? Because I think people tend to look at it as once they have one, like, missed obstacle or, or missed goal or mess up or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like a temporary fail. They, oh, there it is. That's it. And, and, I think they assume that nobody has it, whereas everybody does. I don't care who yeah. everybody has insecurities. Everybody has fear. Everybody has bad days. But it's a matter of like, how do you get up for it? And that, that's another reason why, like just backtracking a second, why I really, I like talking to people like you because knowing your background and you being, for people who don't know, you know, you've been a real estate investor for a long time. You've started businesses. You came from kind of a violent background and turned into this really positive person. So anybody who leans on that, of like, well, my family and my upbringing, my whatever. No, like none of that matters. It's a matter of like, what do you do with it? And you've had ups and downs, but what I love about it is you've never let that stop you. You've just like, you yeah. know what, docs, and you kind of kept it to yourself, kept the smile on your face and just went on the next day of like, yeah, this sucks for today, but I'm not going to let that stop me from what my goal is in life. And, you know, so I'm sure you deal with that when you're trying to help these people. So what are you seeing is the difference between somebody like you who has hard times, but is able to get past them and somebody who lets that cripple them or like what's some of the stuff you think is the difference between you getting through that and how you help other people get through that. Cause I really see that's the biggest thing is just people quit. Yeah, I do that. That's, that's the biggest thing that I, I appreciate you say that because um, you know, so, so many people live what, what I call an IG life, right? The Instagram life where it's like everything is butterflies, rainbows and sunny, you know what I mean? Like it's, that's just not the case. Like what you have, you have days like that where like everything cannot go wrong. It's like this perfect, just utopia. Right. But, but more times than not, I mean, yeah, like people will, will still yell at their kids or have an argument with their wife or mess up on a cell because they, they said like the, the dumb thing. Right. And that, that's life. Like that's, that's, that's what happens. But, but what I, what I try, what I really try to, hone in on and really like pound into um, my, 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 my clients is like, listen, by like small and simple things, like great things come to pass. So if you, if you're better, just like one degree today than you were yesterday, that's a humongous victory. That's a humongous win because so many times people like want like that instant gratification where, Hey, I'm doing this mindset thing. And like, tomorrow, like everything's going to be perfect. Like there's going to be no trouble, no nothing. Like, no, that's not it. Like troubles are still going to be there. You know, bills are still coming in. Like your relationships are still going to be there. Like, but what are you going to do to be 1% better tomorrow than what you were today? And if you can be just 1% better tomorrow, then that's, that's massive. Because when you compile that over a period of time, like even like a, like down like a week, and you can backtrack and say, man, like I did these things very, very well. These things, I've, it's like a, so I call it like reflect and reject, right? Like you reflect upon things that went right. And then you reflect upon things that you could have done a bit better. And then like you just like reject and say, like, all right, listen, I'm going to work on this this week. There'll be ups and downs for sure. But if I, can, if I can come on top just a little bit more than I was yesterday, then that's a huge victory. And, and that's why, you know, I do get like text and, 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 um, and email saying, Hey man, like this is, this is, this is powerful stuff because I'm now, I'm now consciously aware of things coming to my life and I'm consciously, consciously aware of how to deal with these things once they do come up. 
and to me like that's the biggest thing it's like being just being aware being being present um i think so many times like like we get so caught up in these devices like and don't get me wrong like i love like this is this is our livelihood right but how many times do we just like go to dinner or whatever and your your phone is like face up right in front of you waiting for like that text or waiting for that call or waiting for whatever and you're never present with one another like exchanging like that human connection i think i think we lost sight of that human connection because this is standing like in the in the way of everything yeah i mean it's it's kind of like a like an old school way of doing things but i love it though man like i i i love just putting my phone away to the side or just like you know throwing it to the side and being at dinner with my family or when I'm, when I'm out with a colleague or, or out like on a, on a business meeting or a business call, dude, my phone is always in my pocket. Like I'm, it's never out. It's never in front because what I don't want the message to come across as my phone is more important than you standing right, you know, right in front of me. Like I, I never want that message to ever come across. Um, so like I'll put my, my phone on silent even, and I, and I know like within that, that hour and a half, I need to be 100% focused and present because if I'm not, then I might miss out on a, on a tremendous opportunity to either, you know, help them or help myself. And so, so that's the biggest message that I try to get across is like, don't beat yourself up when things don't go like exactly according to plan, like embrace and, and, and celebrate those small victories along the way because they will add up to like big, big wins eventually. It's awesome, man. I love that. You're uh, yeah. reminding me, I was reading, um, I think it was a tweet or something like that. And it was like um, something about business challenge. Everybody goes out to dinner and everybody puts their phone face down. First one to flip it over and check it has to cover the bill. Well, I was like, and even now, like I'm getting better at it, like at a certain point in the night when I'm like, all right, I feel like I'm good. Like I, I put all the like sleep contacts on. I have a couple of the emergency contacts in case they want to call. But you know, not yeah. at night because I agree. It's you start to realize that like I, I lost service at the beach the other day, a couple of weeks ago now, and then out of nowhere I had like 79 texts, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> wait, what's gonna happen? The world must have fallen apart. All my deals are gone. Like you know, like yeah, crumbled. And then when I started texting back, I was like, I am so sorry. And everyone's like, it's cool. Like we got on a call and we handled it. And you were like, oh, like, so if I'm not becking at this every second, like life goes on, people figure things out. So, you know, sometimes like e even all of my buddies, like when they lose their phone, the first couple of hours, it's like, I'm freaking out. And then like the next day they're like, you know what? I don't even want it back. Like it's, it's been kind of yeah. nice. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So I think you're onto something with like the relief there. And even like doing this, I, I like that I, I'm not really... I'm not checking my phone like you're, you're able yeah. to because I think people forget about that part of it, man. It's why I love jujitsu. And, um, you know, one of the other things you were saying, I, I was talking with my buddy, Eddie Chagorn, he's a UFC fighter. Mm -hmm. and, uh, he was on talking to me the other day and he said, he's got a three day rule that no matter how good or bad something is, if he loses a fight, he gets knocked out, he gets cut from the UFC, breaks up with his girlfriend, whatever it is, he is going to eat shitty food and drink and be miserable for three days. And that's it. And if he wins the UFC title or he closes the deal of a lifetime or his book becomes a bestseller, he's going to party and celebrate for three days. And then it's yeah. right. I was like, I kind of like that. You know what I mean? So, cause everybody, whatever it is, I don't care. There's, I think there's a misconception that when you do anything, people are always thinking like they look at me doing real estate or you doing business stuff or somebody who's an actor or, I don't care what it is that like when I listen to Rogan's podcast and he's got people from mm -hmm. all different walks of life, whatever you're trying to do is always going to have ups and downs. I don't care if you're a yeah. politician, an author, a real estate investor, a movie star, like the guy, this, this comedian that was on a, a bunch of really successful TV shows was like, I want to get out of the business. I hate it. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like you're exactly what everybody worked for the last 30 years to be. He's like, yeah, but when you're actually there, it's, weeks and weeks and weeks on a movie set of hurry up and wait for 17 hours to do a 30 second shot. So it's kind of like the grass is always greener. And so the only thing is to really be present with what it is and enjoy the experience and mm -hmm. not get too down with the downs and not get too high with the ups and just, you know, kind of enjoy it and take it for what it is. And just, you know, like you said, engage with your family and have the experiences. And it's really what life is about at the end of the day, man. I, I mean, I don't think either one of us are really driven by money. You know? Yeah. 
it's an important thing. I don't think anybody really is at the end of the day. If they are, like I understand the lack of it, but once yeah. you have enough to kind of catch up and get ahead, I don't really see a difference between like a little bit more and a lot more. It's never changed me. I've been, I've been more happy at some of the times in my life that I've had the least amount of money and I've been the most yeah. miserable some of the times I've gotten the biggest checks. You know, it's just. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's one thing like I've always appreciated about you though, bro. Like it's like, I, I know, you know, your the, the background and, and the, the things that you've had to overcome to get to where you are. But it's like, dude, like when we're, when we're out, when we're just hanging around and just messing around, like you would never, I mean, you're so down to earth. You're so cool with everything. It's like, dude, like, like Nick Lamani is just like, he's, he's the real deal. Like he's genuine. He's real. Like it's just, there's such a breath of fresh air because you know, you have people like when they, when they have just a ton of money or a ton of influence or whatever, like it almost changes like their DNA. It almost is like changes like who they are as a, as a person or that's who they've always been. It's just magnified a bit, you know, a bit more with the money. Right. And so like, I, I think you're, you're exactly right, dude. And, and that's one thing that I, I really have begun to, to appreciate was like money. I mean, money is important. Like let's, let's not get it twisted. Like it, it is an important part of life, but you can have, you can have as much fun and as much amazing experiences with or without money. Like it all depends on how you handle the situation. And, you know, it's funny because I, I was, I, I went back north um, on the reservation this past weekend. I mean, that's where, as you know, that's where I come from. Um, and I haven't been back home in, in a very, very long time. Um, it's just kind of, I mean, besides my parents being there and stuff like that, like, it's just, it's just kind of depressing up there, bro. Like, it's, it's very desolate. Um, you know, like, you almost feel like you're like in a third world country in, in some places in my town. And like, there's just like, like, it almost feels like it's, it's like hopeless up there. Like it's crazy. And as I was driving through the town and as I, you know, I drove through different ass, you know, different parts and I was telling my wife, like, this is where this happened and this is where that happened. And, um, you know, shots came from this area and all this other <laughs> stuff. And I just, I, I began to, to reflect like, you know, like even though growing up, I mean, it was very, very challenging. I still had some of the best experiences up there, man. I still had like tons of fun and, you know, we, we go hiking in these, in these big, huge mountains and well, they're like the sand dunes, we place called the, the, the toes. And like, we just spend just all day up there, just hunting rattlesnakes and hunting lizards and just doing kid stuff. Right. And again, I, I began to reflect like, like life here on the reservation and life like here where I live right now, like the, the only like real like separation or the real, um, I guess constant was that if you have the right people around you to like lift you up, you have the right people, people around you to share the same values and beliefs as you do, you know, regardless of what background you're from, like that's what life is all about, man. It's about having these experiences, it's about having these, these precious moments with, the most important people in your life and creating these, these memories that, I mean, money can never, ever touch. Right. And, and that's why I really, I've, I've come to appreciate that more and more in this journey of like, of trying to build this business is like as hard and as, as stressful as it, as it can be, like it's so much better. The journey is so much sweeter when you have the right people around you, like in your corner, like pushing you to like, don't give up. Don't give in. Just keep on going forward. And that's one thing I've always appreciated about you, man. You've always been a giver. You've always been someone who's given love and given respect and given, you know, props where they are. Like you, you rarely want to take credit for anything. You'd rather give credit than take credit. And that's just like, you know, that's big time salute to you, my man. Appreciate you saying that, man. It's uh, it's easy to give credit when you're around good people, man. You know, it's, it's like you said, you, you gotta, you gotta be kept grounded. And, and I like that, that, um, you know, if I'm around you guys and, we're out and I say something stupid, like you're, you're going to say like, you know, that was stupid or you're an idiot. Or, you know what I mean? Like you need, better you need real people to tell you like when things are good and when things are bad. And that's, you know, I, I've always appreciated like just having good, honest people around me that none of the really the people that we associate with really have egos or anything. They're all just kind of, you know, want to do their thing and help out. And, you know, I feel like in business, especially when you, when you're like you and I, that you've taken your lumps, like it, I, I've never gotten or understood the person who has that massive ego. Like same thing. Like I always relate back to fighters and stuff like that. 
I think it's going to be really rare that you find a guy that's a high-level competitive fighter, like especially a UFC type of guy that's got like an ego through the roof because yeah, given day, you're having a good day, you're kicking everybody's butt, and they, they go, okay, bell rang, switch. And now like I just went with somebody and I'm doing well, and then they go, okay, well, now you got to roll with Chris Weidman for five minutes, and I'm literally getting manhandled like a baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. So very – same thing with business, you know what I mean? Like you've done real estate for years, you know, the second you start thinking I'm the king of the world, you know, I can make all this money and I'm going to be crushing it. Mm. And all of a sudden, yep, you're, the next deal falls flat. Like, so, you know, I just, I feel like every day you can be up here or down here. So the only way to be is kind of right down the middle, man. But yeah, what have you done over the years to keep yourself positive and motivated when, when the chips are down and, you know, kind of keep it looking forward to the next deal or the next day or the next sale or the next client. Like how have you kept yourself in the game? Cause you've been, it's been a long time. You've been kind of in the business, right? Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's, there's one thing I do. So I'm a, I'm a routine guy. Like I have to have a certain type of routine um, or else like the day just does not go as well as it could. And so um, I'm, I'm really big into waking up early now. So I, I try to wake up anywhere between 5.30 and 5.45 every morning. Um, I get in what's called, <clears throat> excuse me, a power hour. And in that power hour, I'll read like a self-development book um, or I'll listen to like an audio book um, and I'll get like some type of script, um, spiritual nourishment. And so either like reading like the scriptures or some type of spiritual talk or spiritual music or something to kind of get my spirit um, alive. And, you know, I, I found just in that little hour window, I'm able to focus in on what I need to do. Like, what, what are the important things I need to do for that day? Um, and, and part of that, that power hour, you know, I listen to my, my life vision. So I listen to myself, tell myself these amazing things that are going to happen as if they're happening right now. And it just, it just gets me in the right frame set, man. You know what I mean? Like, that's just been one thing that I've, I've always, um, had a uh i don't know if it's a if it's a an advantage or a one-up or i I don't know which one to say but i've always had a strong mind where like if i put my mind to something like come hell or high high water like i'm gonna accomplish it like it might take me a bit longer than the next dude but like believe me like I'll, i'll get there one way or another you know and the only way i can really fulfill that is just doing these simple small things every single day and that's just, I mean, that's it, man. Like just, just doing simple, small things every single day. And, and once they compound over a period of time, um, I, I see these, this growth and this change. And, and once you start to see and feel changes and, and feel like you are becoming who you say that you're, you're going to become, the next natural thing to do is that you want to share it with other people. Because you, can, you, you see people who maybe were, were in your situation or people who may be in a, in a, in a predicament right now. We're like, you know what, if they just, if I could just teach them this one principle or this one thing, it might make all the difference in the world for them. And, and that's the, the thing that, that drives me the most is like, like just knowing like how, how, how challenging things can be. Like it's, it doesn't have to be that all the time. Um, and really it comes down to like, what's your, you know, what's your belief system? What's, and what, what makes you tick? Because all of us, we're, we're different. We, we, we are inspired. We're enthused. We're, you know, we have different things that make us tick. It's like, you know, what makes you tick and how can I help promote that? How, how can I help like build upon that? And um, really, at the end of the day, it's all about service, bro. Like, it's like, how can I, how can I serve you to make your life a little bit better? So um, that's kind of been my, my approach to everything now. Again, like I say, it's never like, trust me, I don't go 365 waking about 5.30, 5.45 every single morning. Like I probably, you know, you know, maybe four times out of the, out of the week, I'll, I'll do 5.30, 5.45. But the other days I'm like 6 o'clock, 6.15, 6.30 and shit. Yeah, so- but it's like, again, yeah. But again, it's just like one of those things like you have to, you have to embrace the victories because if you just focus on the things that are not going right, like, you know, life can be freaking miserable. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's funny though, even something like that, man, like when people see that I post like, oh, I went to jujitsu at 5 a.m. Like they think that I wake up at five o'clock with like this huge smile on, like singing shows. <laughs> like, no, like I'm sitting there like, I don't want to get up. Like I'm, I'm, I'm oh, half the person I'm supposed to meet that I'm sick. 
You know what I mean? Like I'm telling myself, like, don't go, don't go. But eventually you just roll out of bed. And then when you do, you're happy. But that's the thing. Like I, people, everybody has that voice in their head and nobody wants to get out of bed when it's cold and your bed's comfortable and the lights aren't on. But what do you tell yourself? Are you going to convince yourself to get out of bed or are you going to convince yourself to stay in bed? Because you're going to have both, you know what I mean? Everybody does. But I always say like your why has to be bigger than your why not. Like I was in a, oh man, where was I? I was in California or something and I trained with this dude. I went to meet him at like five and then I was like, dude, I can train again tomorrow, but it has to be really early again. Cause you know, I got to go and go to this class or whatever. And he, so he texts me at like midnight, 1230, something like that. And he's like, I'm in for tomorrow. And I'm like, cool. Awesome. 5am. He's like, yes. So I get up at like 4.30 or something like that. Dude, I did not want to go. I'm like <laughs> eyes closed, like bumping into my dresser in my hotel. I'm like putting my thing on cursing. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like the worst. I wanted to tell him. And all of a sudden my phone dings. And I'm like, all right, well now like he's up. I have to go. And he's like, oh, I blew my back out. I can't train this morning. I'm like, from 12.30 last night when you went to bed to five, like you woke up the same way I did, hoping I was going to cancel. But you, yeah. you and you were like, like, I know you're not hurt. You know you're not hurt. I wanted to text you and say I hurt my back, but I didn't. <laughs> but, but I feel like that's just the difference, man. Like, everybody has it, but, like, where, you know, where is that? And people have this false pretense. Like, it's easy. Like, no, it still sucks. It sucks for everybody, but yeah, I did. the feeling when you get it done, man, there's nothing better. Than it. Like you said, once you start creating those routines and you start to see those results, like, it, it really makes the difference, man. I love that. I love that. You know? I, I love what you said. Um, your why has to be bigger than your why not. Like that's powerful, dude. Because you're right. It, there, there's, there's no one that I know that, like, looked at the clock at five o'clock in the morning and they're just like, "Oh, sweet! Like it's time to get up." <laughs> Jolly juju, you know. It's like freak that crap. You look at that thing. I want to throw my phone across the room, bro. Like, I hate it. I really hate it. But alarm goes off. <laughs> yeah, dude. And it's like, but it's, it's, it's those. It's those little habits that you, you do something when you don't want to do it. Um, I, I was taught something, you know, kind of through like this whole process. Like, you know, if, if, you, if you wanted to have anything in this world, whether it's the most amazing business, relationships, whatever, if you only did everything that you did not want to do, you would have it all. Like, it's so true because so many times like these, these resistance walls pop up when you're about to break through like an, another level. And it's like all these things play into your mind where, you know, I'm not good enough or I can't do this or I can't do that. But it, it's really, it's, it's, it's our fear of, of, of the challenge for one, but saying, all right, what if I actually do stare this challenge right in the face and, and actually fight it head on? Like what's going to happen? And nine times out of 10, like you defeat it. And you, and you level up, right? But it's, it's, that, it's that, I mean, Mike Tyson says it's the best. Like, everyone has a plan until you get hit in the face. Um, about three weeks ago, four weeks ago, like, I, I was, like, I was faced with this. You know, here I am, like, you know, talking about these, these mindset things and, 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 and living this type of life. And, um, and, and now, like, it's, it's evolved into more, like, like sales strategies. So, so we have, like, a, like a three-phase process where it's, like, you identify who you're speaking with identify like what type of sales um strategies of like you know cold calling closing um building your pipeline all these things and then like the mindset things right and one of my good friends who lives in london um he's in charge of a, of a sales team who like like they're they're i mean they they do like big sales i mean like 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 a, a small deal to them will like will be like a 20 million dollar deal and one guy, you know, he's, he's like, he's doing a, uh, like a three quarters of a billion dollar deal, like right now. And, and they, and they wanted me to, to train their sales team on how to be more proficient at cold calling and be more, you know, proficient at closing and, 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 and identifying like who the, the target audience is. And, and when he said like, you know, I, I recommended you. And, and so I do this with my, with my wife, Kiana, it's like, I, I recommended you and Kiana to, to train this, this, um, you know, the sales team um you know can you guys do that and do like every ounce of my body wanted to say no <laughs> i wanted to say heck no like no like i don't there's no there's no way right but i was like you know what f it and i just said yes and so what what could happen let's let's roll with it see what see what see what goes down 
And, uh, and so the, 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 they came on and, and we, you know, we, we, we did the training and like the, the love and the, and just like the, like appreciation from the sales guys saying like, man, this is like one of the best things I've, I've ever experienced that I've ever heard. Like, thank you so much. Like that was like all worth it, man. And I, you know, and I sat back and I reflected with my wife, Kiana, I was like, you know, imagine if, if I said no, like imagine what would happen if, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, I mean, here this, this amazing opportunity came about and I had every chance to say no, but we said yes. And, and here's the result. And so everyone's programmed the same way. Like when, when fear creeps in, like the first thing you want to say, no, like this dude, like all oh, my back hurts. F that crap. You just didn't want to get up and freaking work yeah. out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, that's, what, that's what separates those who are good from great to elite. It's like you constantly do everything that you don't want to do. That's how you transcend. Boom. See, see how it all came full circle? No, nah, you're right. It, man. That's exactly the difference right there. And um, I like all those principles, you know, just the, the little things every day and the, you know, the old cliches of that it's, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. Like, you, you know, you get burned out and things like that. Um, another thing, uh, two, two things actually I wanted to touch with you. One, sure. you have a very interesting um, judge of character. You, you've introduced me to some really awesome people. Actually, what hopefully is going to turn into my co-host is going to be Jared Osmond. Um, so oh, right on. talking to him, he's been helping me out with some stuff and he was on the other day and he, he's a really good guy and you introduced us. Um, the other thing is uh, we also have some other people that we know that I mean, I've dealt with a lot of, you know, uh, the best way I guess on the real estate side is, is I'm learning to tell people like, don't only necessarily vet the property. You really have to also vet the partner because sure. I had bad experiences way more with bad people involved with my properties than actual bad properties, you know, and I know you, you've had some ups and downs with that, with just trusting the wrong people or you know, just people not doing what they say is I think really what it comes down to. I, I've been going to a lot of masterminds and things like that lately. And one of the biggest things I'm seeing is they keep saying, look, the biggest difference between, you know, people who make it in whatever business it is just in life and people who don't is the people that do what they say they're going to do. So if you're not going to do something, say you're not going to do it. And if you're going to do something, do what you say you're going to do. And I'm finding that most, most people don't. They start out hard and then they fade away or they take their foot off the gas. They don't really stick with anything. And you know, that could be something that makes you lose. Like people have asked me like, oh, so you're not going to do any more deals. You're not going to do real estate anymore. You're not going to partner with people anymore. You're not going to trust people anymore. And I'm like, no, like I'm never going to let, you know, a couple of bad apples spoil like my, my position or, or my, my interpretation of people in general. Like the second you start thinking that everybody sucks and everybody's a liar and you yeah. can't rely on anybody, like what's the point? You know what I mean? But that's a choice. Like it's very easy to be like, oh, that didn't work. I'm whatever it is, you know what I mean? So you've always kept a positive attitude with all that. And, and I, you know, I really have never heard you say a bad word about anybody. And there's been times that you definitely was warranted. You could have, you know what I mean? So, you know, I always appreciated that about you that, you know, you had a lot of times that you could point fingers or point blame or, or be nasty and you never did. You always kept, you know, the high road and the integrity of the situation and just kind of kept your game face on and kept on trucking. So, like, what have you learned in life from that, from just disappointments with people, the trusting people, or you've known some really, really, really amazing people and some yeah. really, really crappy people, and we, yeah. we both know them, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. to take our overall life lessons on that stuff? Man, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, I, I, think, I think one thing that, you know, I, I was taught a, a very a very early age, um, you know, my, my, my dad, uh, he, like when we were, when we were raised, like he definitely like ruled with an iron fist. Like he, he definitely had, I mean, it was, you know, when I was really, really young, like I, I feared my father. I didn't love my father. Like I was more afraid of, of, you know, getting whatever. And, uh, but as, 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 as he evolved as, and as the family evolved, like he started to rule with love and compassion. And it got to the point where like I was more afraid of letting him down because of seeing the look of this, of disappointment on his face. Like that hurt me way deeper than any type of, you know, spanking or whatever I got. Right. And, you know, both he and my mom taught all of us boys 
um, and my sister that like, no matter what you do, no matter if you clean toilets or you run a multi-million dollar business, like you make sure that those toilets are squeaky clean. You make sure there's not a single residue, like you do the, the absolute best that you possibly can in any situation. Or if you run a business, make sure like you're the, you're the, you're the best um, understanding, um, compassionate leader as you can, as you can be. Because people, people follow vision. They don't necessarily follow like a title. They don't follow like a manager. Just because you're a manager doesn't mean you're a leader. Just because you're a president doesn't mean you're a leader. Like, like people follow vision. They, they follow people who have that, that moxie, right? And so, you know, my, my, my parents have, have always said, you know, just kill them with kindness. Like nothing, nothing ever bad has happened if you just, if you approach every situation with kindness. Now, that, that's burned me a couple of times because I think sometimes took my, I think people took my kindness for weakness at times. And, and sometimes I, I allowed my kindness to really cloud my judgment. And so, um, but I'm still, I'm still grateful for those experiences because now I've, I've learned that that when I, when, when my values are aligned with other people, like there's a, there's a, a, there's an amazing synergy that can happen. And when people live and die by commitments, that's when I know I'm onto something because those who can make and keep commitments are very few and far in between people. Like it, like they're just the kind of a rarity nowadays. Yeah, man. And so, and so I try to align myself with people who can make and keep commitments. Um, because I know that if I'm in a partnership, I'm going to give a hundred percent, like whatever I can give, I'm gonna make sure those toilets are squeaky clean. There's not going to be a single residue left behind. And I expect that from the person who I'm doing the partnership with as well. And if they're not on that level, then I don't want any part. I don't want anything to do with them on a business level. Right. And it's taken me time to evolve into, into that because before I was like, oh, everyone's great. Like, I love everyone. And I just want to give them hugs and kisses and just, you know. Yeah. But that's not, that's not real. That's not, that's not reality. And, and, and I've, I've, I've taken some lumps because of it. Um, I'm grateful before it because I now I'm more aware of, of who, I, who I share, you know, this part of, my, of myself with. Um, and it's, it's been all for the better. So that's, that's how I, I, I try to keep a, a positive attitude and, 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 and I try to stay as, as optimistic as I, as I possibly can because at the end of the day, we're, we're people, we make mistakes, um, you know, we're not perfect. It's just um, what, what are you going to do to show that you're committed to the, to the cause? Because if you are, regardless of what's happened in the past, regardless of mistakes, let's freaking let's just crank out. You know, that's, that's kind of what I, I, love how I see it. You're spot on too. I literally was saying this the other day. I was talking to somebody who, I forget what they were doing, but they were a pretty like high-level successful person. And um, I was with Nicole. And they were like, well, you know, how'd you two want to partner up together? And I was like, she always brings her A game, whether she's scrubbing toilets or running a company, like she's going to do the crap out of it. And those, like you said, those are the people you want to align with. But I've also found that there's a lot of people that say that that's how they're going to handle that. And then they don't. So like for yep. instance, contractors, finding contractors for, and I tell everybody, anybody doing real estate, if you have not had a problem with the contract, you just haven't done enough real estate yet because it's guaranteed to happen without fail. It's just part of the business. But yeah one of the things I've been looking for is they're really quick to send you pictures of jobs and things they've done, but I'm trying to get the name of the person that they worked for or the realtor to find out like, did they actually finish the project? Because mm -hmm. I found it's really easy to get them started and have them showing pictures of kitchens halfway done or like the front of it. But I'm like, but did you finish? Cause most of them don't like everybody, every horror story you hear isn't like I couldn't get a contractor in. It was, they started, they dropped the ball halfway through and it was a nightmare because now they're chasing the next job. So I've been trying to like, I don't care about your pictures. Like how long was that on the market? Let me talk to the realtor. Let me talk to the owner. Like the last one I just found out, I was like, yeah, it looks good, but let me talk to the owner. He's like, I am the owner. I'm like, this is a house you renovated yourself for the last two years while you lived in it. Like, you're not my guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So do you have anything that you kind of do as like a litmus test to see starting out before you're going to get into business with somebody or even on the coaching side. I know like some of the people that I know that, that coach like that, they, they said, look, I don't just take everybody. I only mm -hmm. want to work with people that I know are going to take my advice and hold themselves accountable and 
and keep themselves on the same level that I am and show that same commitment. So what are some of the things that you look for to try and find that out ahead of time that is this person really somebody that's going to keep that level of commitment to match mine or is this somebody that's just saying it and they're going to text me at 5 30 in the morning that they hurt their head or they pulled out their back and they're not going to you know what i mean like is there really any yeah. so that's a great question um i i i do like a, a series of so on, on, a, on a coaching level i have a, a, I have a series of, of questions that i i, I ask that will, that will really give me like a telltale of who I'm dealing with. Because you're right. Like, I don't want to just work with anyone and everyone. Um, in a perfect world, I would love that, but I know that's not reality. I only want to work with people who are committed to making a change and to stick with that commitment. And so, so the, the, thing, the thing that I try to identify off the bat, like, like, what is, like what's the big problem I'm trying to solve? What, what is it that, that you're, you're ultimately trying to get out of this whole situation? And I flat out tell them, say, listen, man, like, I don't want to, I want, I don't want like surface level stuff. I mean, I don't want to tell you, like, I don't want you to tell me like from the time that you were five years old. Right. But I want to get, I want to get somewhat deep into the conversation and see like how, how willing you are to open up and how willing you are to, 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 to tell me something that, that may be uncomfortable because when we live in comfort, like that's when we lose, right? I don't, I don't want people who want to just stay like in a, in a comfort zone because that's just what they're used to. That's what they're comfortable with. Like I want people to like expand. I want people to like engage. I want people to, to really dig deep and, 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 and kind of be vulnerable. Like I, I, feel, I feel like vulnerability is, is something that can be very, very empowering if it's done like under the right context. And so, so when I ask them, you know, what, what, what's the big problem that I'm, that I'm trying to solve for you? Like, what, what do you, what, what do you need from me? And if they give me like surface level stuff, well, I just want to make more money or I want to like close more deals or like, that's, that's cool. Like everyone wants them. Everyone wants to make more money. Everyone wants to close more deals. Like that's nothing new. Like what, what is that going to do for you? Like if I help you make more money, if I help you close more deals, like what's that going to change for you? Like how's that, how, how's that going to improve your life? Now, if we go like a level deeper, say, Oh, you know, because I have, I have unpaid bills or I want to, you know, take my kids to, to a certain school or I want to provide whatever, like, all right, cool. Like now we're getting somewhere. Like, like why is it important for, for you to, to take your kids to a certain school or, or why is it important for you to have your kids in certain activities? Like what's that going to do for them? And as they kind of go deeper and deeper into like the why of like, not just themselves, but like their family and people around them, then I'm like, all right, like this person has some real pain that he wants solved. And when I provide the solution to that pain, it's like, it's like, I want them to feel like this is the guy that can get me to where I want to be. Because bro, like at the end of the day, by nature, we're very selfish individuals, right? Like, like if I have a, if I have a deep rooted pain, I don't necessarily care if it's Tony Robbins or like some dude I just went off the street that, that, but if, if the dude off the street can, can fulfill and, 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 and satisfy my pain, like I'll go to him 10 times out of 10 because I know like I need something. I don't care who it is. I just want it solved right here, right now. And, and, and that's, and that's the, the service I try to provide is like, listen, I, I know like how, what type of pain that we're dealing with. Like, here's the solution. If it aligns with you, like, let's make it work. If it doesn't like, I love you. Like, but I'm probably not, I'm probably not your guy. And so, so that's like, that's kind of how I, I guess, vet out those who are who are serious and those who are not is like can i solve what is hurting you right now and if i can then then because i i work i work under commitments like in order to work with me like you have to be committed to this and i make it very very apparent from the from the top of the conversation that if you're not committed to that like we're wasting our times and and people appreciate that because they're like all right like I can, I can now lower my, my, my wall of, of resistance and I can kind of open up a bit more. And then obviously as the progressions go down, like it's, you know, we're able to uncover some really cool things and able to work with certain aspects of, of their life as a profession and as a, and as a person. And so, um, but that, I mean, that, I mean, I don't know if that answered your question or not, but that's kind of how I, yeah. how I, how I vet those who are and those aren't, who aren't. Um, well, I, I think like, again, it comes down to all the same things. So, like what I heard from that was that you look to see what their deeper pain is because 
if it's just superficial and you want to make more money, their why not is bigger than their why. If it is something yeah. like I have to pay my kids college tuition or I have medical bills or, you know what I mean? I look up, I wake up every day and my kid's staring at me and he wants to always go to the war, whatever it is. Now they have that, that deeper pain, that bigger why. And if that's there, then there's less likelihood that they're going to quit and more time. Like the deeper that pain is, the more accountable they're going to hold themselves. So I, I think that that's a really good indicator, you know, like somebody that, quit on a hundred different things is probably going to quit on that too. Somebody who's bailed on a hundred partners when the chips are down, they have money. They don't really, you know what I mean? They don't care yeah. about the next deal. I, I can see it. I think that that's a great answer there yeah. um, now, on your business side of stuff. So like digging into that a little bit more, how, what, what's the kind of people, cause the, I have no idea like who would ever hear this. I mean, I have actors on, I have friends on, I have real estate people on, I have musicians on, I have business people on. So if there's just like a huge demographic that winds up just randomly coming across this and they don't really know how they can work with you or how you would be able to help them, what's like the, the general situation of like the types of people you're helping, maybe the, the top few things that you're coming across that when you first have those conversations, they're saying, hey, like this is a common theme of, of the type of, of client that you come across and some of the ways that you help them like give some examples of some of the value you bring in some of the people you help that like might trigger something for somebody listening you know for for sure man so it, it's kind of it, it's, it's evolved um over the course of six or seven months um it, it, it started off just being with like that the one-to-one um like sales rep who kind of feels maybe maybe burnt out or feels like they're not reaching their potential or, or feels like there's there's like much more they can give. Um, but they, they keep on hitting a ceiling and they just cannot like, they cannot break through that ceiling for whatever reason. And so part of it is like, is like how, like, why are you hitting that ceiling? Like why are, why are you not breaking through? Like what, what's the cause of that? So when I, when I figure out the cause of it, then I can kind of implement certain strategies that might help with that cause. Right. So I start off with just being like the, the individual sales rep, but as, as, more business owners have heard about like what we've done. Like they're like, Hey, I want you to, to teach my, my sales guys, like my office on how to help them become better closers. Um, you know, better at cold calling, you know, keep their pipeline filled. But also like, like I really want their, their minds to be right. Like when they come into the office, cause so many times, like if things aren't, aren't going well in other places of their life, like it, it reflects and affects their, their performance. And so now like it's, it's evolved more into like doing um, like coaching for, for, for big, not, I mean, not necessarily big, but I mean like, like sales floors who, who want to have a higher performance level or, or hit certain KPIs and, and, and how do you hit those KPIs and stuff like that. So it's, it's evolved more, more into that, but honestly, man, like it's, you know, the, the thing that I, that I teach, it, it can really be for anyone. That's the beauty of it. Like it's the, it's both the, the, the pleasure and the pain of it because like, I, 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 I mean, the Alec inside of me, I just want to like wrap my arms around and like just like help everyone. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, if you don't, if you don't, if you, if you market to, if you market to everyone, you speak to no one. And um, so right now it's mostly like, like sales reps, um, business owners, entrepreneurs, you know, things, things in that, in that, in that vicinity. Um, so that, that's, that's kind of who I'm, who I'm targeting, you know, right, right now. So that could really fall into like personal trainers looking for more clients, realtors looking for more clients, and basically anybody who's looking to attract more volume into their business regardless Correct. of it is, right? Yep, exactly right. Yeah. I mean, that, that could fall into pretty much every category, you're right. So yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah. So that's, that's who we look for right now. Um, last question for you is being somebody who, you know, I'm big on balance and yeah. I have a dog that, as you know, I'm very fond of, but oh, Ralphie. kids and Ralphie, let alone four kids and a wife. So how do you map out your days that you're able to not be crazy pulling your hair out or snapping at everybody and really be able to hang out with your kids, hang out with your wife, do your business? Like, how are you? tying it all together and finding that balance in the time. Cause I know that that is the thing that we hear a lot is like, well, you know, I don't have time. I have a job, I have kids, I have a family, I have this, I have that. But like, again, everybody has the same 24 hours. Like where are you finding time to put that in? And what's some advice or some tips you can give to somebody to, 
to try and find the balance to get that started until they're making enough money that they can kind of, you know, pick up the pace or walk away from their side gig or whatever it is. Yeah. So I'm an awesome father at eight o'clock in the morning and I suck at eight at night. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, you know, it, that, that, that is, it's a, um, that is a, it's an ongoing daily challenge that I have for sure. Um, I heard a really cool story uh, about a guy. He was, he was doing a rope, a ropes course with, um, with a group of people. It was like a, one of those like weekend getaways of like a um, personal development stuff. Right. And, and, and the, the goal was they had to get from, from one side of, of a rope to the other, just by hold, like just by walking like one uh, long piece of rope and, and two ropes on the side to, like, for the handling, right? And, and they had to go from one tree to the other. And what, what happened was, is that each member who was on that rope, like they all had like a role to play. And as they made incremental steps, like, like the, the rope was really wobbly and they were kind of like just going up and down, but they were moving forward. And he's like, that's, that's how I see balance. Like balance is not like this perfect line where everything is just going smooth. It's like you, you, you're wobbly here and there, but you're still upright and you're still walking forward. And if, if, if different things throughout the day, like go up or down, but if you're still, if you're still upright, if you're still walking forward, then that's, that's really all that, that matters because it's like, you could, I, I mean, I could spend all day, like, banging my head on the on my desk of how like I didn't handle this situation right or handle that situation right what's the point in doing that if I know like that's going to happen regardless so if I can just find myself upright while I'm balancing and wobbly throughout the day like I feel like that's a that's a victory so what I do is um just knowing my girls on a on a very individual basis like i i know how to speak their language i know how to i know like i know what makes them tick i know what makes them happy um for instance like my oldest girl like she's she's crazy smart like she's probably smarter than me she's only nine years old right this chick is like out of, <laughs> out of her mind smart and i know she loves like i know she loves um questions that really spark her mind her interests about like mountains or space or like whatever right so when she comes to me with a, with a question, like I try my absolute best to stop what I'm doing, give her five to 10 minutes of my undivided individual attention. And like, I'm, I'm just like, I'm present with her. And as her and I talk and, and, and converse, like it's only been 10 minutes, but for her, it's been like 10 hours. And so when she walks away, like then I can be like, everyone can chop off like 10 minutes, 15 minutes here and there, like, right? Like, we're not that busy where every single minute of every single day is consumed by work. Like it's just, you're, you're not. And so that's, that's one thing I try really hard at, at doing is, is taking the time to just stop, focus on them, understand them, know who they are, resolve it. And then I can resume again. And sometimes it works. And sometimes I'm like, like, babe, seriously, like, give me five minutes, give me 10 minutes. And that you know, ends up being like two hours, but it's just, it's one of those things where like, it's a, it's a constant ongoing thing. Um, you know, again, routines are big for us. So not every single night we have like a family um, scripture night and then like a, like a story to kind of like bring the day together. We'll, we'll talk, we'll, we'll, we'll talk as a family, you know, things that happen at school, things you need to work on stuff like that. So, and, and again, that only takes like 15, 20 minutes of, of our night. And then with my wife, you know, at, at you know, certain points of the, of the night, we just shut everything off and we just concentrate on one another like solely. And so it's just, it's cool. That's, that's, yeah, that's how I try to keep balance in the, in the house, but it's, it's ongoing. <laughs> it's for I, sure. I always try to learn, always trying to get things going, you know, um, yeah. I, I'm always picking people's brains on that. Like not only for, for just in general, like, so I appreciate the, the honesty behind like just saying like, um, Still trying to get better at that. Every <laughs> it's life, man, you know? It's it is, man. You just, you stack those victories as much as you possibly can because it's like you, 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 you like have a, a victory, you know, bank account. You just, 
put in as much as you possibly can because you have to deposit crap. You have to take things out every <laughs> once in a while, man. So. Yeah. And as long as you're putting in more than you're taking out, you're in good shape, right? That's it, bro. Ooh, boom. All right, my dude. Well, I will let you get back to your day. I appreciate you catching up with me. I appreciate you sharing stuff. Um, if people want to contact you, follow you, talk to you about business or connect with you, um, what do you have? Like Twitter, Facebook, Instagrams, websites, like name some of the yeah. stuff. Yeah, man. So we have a, uh, um, um, Instagram, uh, page. It's just, uh, it's transcend alpha. T R N C E N D A L P H A. Yep. And then, uh, my LinkedIn page is, is the best way probably to, to find me. It's just Alec Gilmore that has like a description of, of, of us, the business, stuff like that. Um, you can always look us up online. A L yep. A L E K G I L M O R E. And then, um, and then you can always look at, um, some of our material on it's www.transcendalpha.com um, or just email me at alec, alec at transcendalpha.com as well. A-L-E-K, right? A-L-E-K, baby. <laughs> nice. And what I'll do is uh, when, I, when I go to publish this, I'll have like a screen with all your, your contacts and stuff like that, man. So anything I could do to help you, you always let me know, man. I always like talking to you. I miss having you out and uh, hit me up this week, man. Let's catch up and let's do this again soon. Sounds good, brother. Appreciate your time, man. Thank yeah, you. Hello, man. I will. I will. Give my love. All right. Good, bro.